Really appreciate you listening again today and uh, downloading this episode and all of the others as well. They're all still up online. This is episode 438 of Get A Better Broadcast Podcast and Voice Over Voice. So we're talking about gesticulation. So gestures in voice acting is what we're going to spend literally two or three minutes on today. Because voiceover is acting. It's not just reading out loud in a nice voice. Getting your whole body involved will help you develop your character. Now that's important because up until now we've been talking about your gesticulations as a presenter, as you, as you as a person for a podcast, for broadcasts, uh, for, for, for video presentations, for unboxings, for webinars, for meetings, for teams and that kind of thing. But when you're doing voiceovers you could just be a voice or you could be a character and then then you've got your acting coming in. And the point of today's episode is just reminding you that gestures will help develop your voiceover character. Let me think about this with you. Yeah, You're depicting a character, you're playing a character, you're reading a character, which is a little old lady. Yeah, What is your little old lady voice? You can probably sound or hear your voice, I should say. You can hear it in your mind. You may be doing it now. What is your little old lady voice? Now, have you changed the way you hold yourself while you're doing your little old lady voice or how you pictured you when you were doing your little old lady voice? Yeah, because that voice will be easier, will be more authentic if you if you become the little old lady with the actions and with the gestures Maybe if you become small, maybe hunched over, maybe putting your clothes near you to to keep out the cold, that kind of thing, yeah? So voiceover acting is not just the voice. It's your whole body, your persona, the gesticulations, the emotions that you embody to, to, to create that voice and that character. And it's not just human beings either. Um, let's think of a few more examples. Okay, what about a voice of a the voice of a steam train? Can you hear the voice of a steam train in your head? Okay, how are you going to give and present and act the voice of a steam train? Yeah, I I I, I would posit that a voice of a steam train will be much more on track <laughs> in its expression if if you act like a train. So how would you act? like a train like a locomotive big powerful forceful very possibly not always thomas the tank engine isn't those things but it may be those things so you need to think about which kind of character is likely to be and that will affect and infect your voice as well okay let me throw another one at you the sound of the sun do you think the sound of the sun's going to be bright, opening, welcoming? Yeah? So think of the appropriate gestures to help you create that voice. I've got my hands out wide. I've got my palms spread and my fingers spread out. I've got my head up. I've got a smile on my face. I'm being the sun. If your sun is a happy sun, it may not be a happy sun. So bear that in mind. You've got to th- bear of the context as well, what the words actually say. Again, what I'm saying is that the character will affect your voice. So be that character with more than just your voice. How might you characterise a voice of the wind? 
what might be the movement and hence the sound of a bottle of dishwashing liquid? What is the sound, the emotion, how you'll hold yourself if you are the voice of an advert for a credit card? What is the sound of you? How will you present your voice, your body, your emotions, your figure, your hands, your arm, your face, your back, your legs, if you're a tiger? If there's space in the studio and you're still on mic, animation will help your narration and characterisation. From Get A Better Broadcast Podcast and Voice Over Voice, I'm Peter Stewart. And I'm back tomorrow with more from London. 